heaven that I see. I'm on the top of the world looking down on creation and the only explanation I can find is the love that I've found ever since you've been around. Your love put me at the top of the world. again sure when I need to do my show uh, we had company come from the mainland there's lots going on in the sky it's raining all the time here right now uh, outside of that uh, the world is going through major problems with earthquakes I'm sure you are watching what's happening uh, I predicted it a couple weeks ago I said we're gonna have a super big one and we did. We had a seven. Uh, but that's not the end of it. Uh, all around the islands around Australia are having multiple big earthquakes every day. Alaska still are having a bunch more every day as well. But that was the biggest one Alaska had in a very long time. Uh, like 100 years. Uh, so yeah, they're not expecting it, but They've been growing and growing, and I've been telling people, watch Australia and Alaska. The opposite points of the Ring of Fire. The same as Japan, still getting clobbered every day, every week with a big one. The Western United States is the only one looking out without any big earthquakes. And how long can you have luck? I mean, Alaska just had an earthquake just right now. So, uh... If you look at the islands, they're having 10 a day, every day, around four or fives, all of them. 
and South America is having one or two every every couple of days. The United States has been lucky. Mexico, the borderline of South America, they had a big one the other day as well. I mean, they're starting to get big ones there now. But you take numbers, you multiply them, and sooner or later it's going to get bigger. If you got a hundred ones, the next one will probably be a two. You got a hundred twos, the next one will probably be a three. You have ten thousand threes, for sure you're going to get a four. So we're at five and sixes. We got sevens. Now we had about five sevens in the past couple months. Uh, preluding to all the earthquakes are, li- are big. There were at least four. Alaska only had twos and ones and twos and two and point fives. Uh, but they're big. Something dramatic is happening. I don't know if you're following what's going on on the Antarctica. There's no actual facts and stuff, but I can guarantee that's going to explode wide open real soon. The UFO world is. I'm waiting to get some pictures from somebody that shot them here. Uh, ships going into the ocean just a couple of days ago. Uh, there's just so much going on. And I, I know people aren't going to be ready for it. And then I just got something. An earthquake just happened right now. And it's in... I don't even know how to say it. But it's one of the islands off of Australia. Uh, there's a chain going on of events with the weather. And Mr. Trump doesn't want to say that it has anything to do with anything, and it's not real. But it is real, and we are in trouble. Uh, Now, to to compound that, people are living in dreamland. All the great speakers out there are putting them into a sleep. Uh, Go into yourself, just live in the moment, and be happy. Be happy that you're living in hell. Uh, Don't get involved. Don't, Don't think of the future. Don't think of reality? Uh, Oh, this is all a dream. Really? Well, it's a pretty pathetic dream. And if it is a dream, change it. Get out of it. Make a new one. But I was getting into that uh, the other day about what we do in our dreams and stuff. But I'll get into that later. But uh, I'm just trying to bring you an awareness of... I live in a weird neighborhood. Uh, So, open your eyes... Look outside the window, put the TV on, listen to what's happened. Some of it's real. Don't get into the humdrum stories about a person's, what he said, what he didn't say. When you see a city fighting, like in Europe, and, and on fire and things like that, that's what you should be watching out, looking at what's happening. Revolutions happening everywhere over things. What's happening to the border? What's happening to these people coming towards the border? All these things, they're happening. So it's not like, Oh, it was a bad dream today. Uh, it's only make-believe. No, it's real. If 10,000 people come into our United States daily, what will happen to the United States? It'll get destroyed. We can't afford the people that we have here right now. And we talk about help in other countries and all the other ridiculous stories that man makes to protect his ego. Make himself feel good. Now, before I go into the talk today... I want to bring up an article that I just pulled up on Facebook, which drove me crazy. I always say I'm crazy going insane, so it drove me a little more sane. But uh, I mean, in a really important way. Wake up, people. This pope is an is anointing an, another pope, or whatever he is, bishop, who raped 30 children with HIV. And he's forgiving him. 
like he has any right to forgive anybody for anything, which is so ridiculous with the Catholic religion. Uh, they live in a delusional state as well. If they ever listened to one word Jesus said or even knew what he said, it would be so different. Which I challenge anybody in the whole whole priesthood or religion sect about that, about who Jesus was, what he really was. No, he wasn't an alien. No, he wasn't from out of space. No, he was a human being. Yes, he was. Did he ever say he was God? No. I mean, I'll debate. My book is all about that. True teachings of Jesus from God realization. There's just so much bull stuff going on. It's mind-boggling. But uh, getting back to this uh, thing about this. I wrote a bunch of letters as fast as I could before I came on the show. Saying as nasty things as I can get away with on, on Facebook. But imagine that, forgiving somebody that raped 30 children. Forgive them. What kind of mentality? What kind of religion is that? When it says, in the Bible, if you read Revelations, sins that can't be forgiven. And guess what? That is one of them. So, how did how, how has a priesthood come around and say, well, we can forgive you for doing that? You know, something Jesus said in any Christian Bible... When he, if he healed somebody I'm just telling you what, what's written in the Bible I was there so I could tell you different things but what was written in the Bible says he told the people he healed or purified whatever words you want to use to go out and sin no more he didn't say come back next week and I'll do it again for you so where did Catholic religion ever come up with coming and we'll forgive you every Friday really say a hundred Hail Marys who is Mary she gave birth to a person. She was no spiritual powered being, no superpowered being. She wasn't a god. She wasn't a goddess. Oh, but she gave birth. Uh, somebody gave birth to Trump. Somebody gave birth to a lot of people. They're just people giving birth. Did they plan it? Did they know it? Was she given a sign? Oh, yes, you're going to have the birth of a spiritual being. Okay. But she didn't become one. And she became uh, a saint in the Catholic religion now? For doing what? For giving birth? Oh, but it was immaculate. In those days, immaculate conception? Jesus had brothers. And what was immaculate? Nobody talks about the brothers. They don't know nothing about the brothers. Because nobody wrote about them. Nobody knew who they were. They knew Mary because she was trailing around Mary Magdalene all the time. She had no power. She did nothing. Mary Magdalene became a high being in that time frame. She's actually one of the high people in, in the Knights of Templar today, even though she's not here. Her daughter became high as well. So when people talk about religion and they talk about things, make it as real as you can. Like, make it real. Bring the truth out. Talk about what, what is reality. What is actually happening. Not what, what's daydreaming and wishful thinking. I want to go into that. Because the topic for today, which is becoming a big topic in the United States anyway, among the great speakers out there, and I'll say their names over and over because I want people to hear what I say about these people that are making the most money on the say, saying this. Deepak Chopra. Ekitoli. You could throw in 
Dalai Lama and about what they were saying. Uh, I wrote him, I write him a letter every night. Uh, what are they saying? Well, the topic is, all right, because, you know, I feel we need to look at this in detail, and that's why I'm doing it today. Live in the moment. What does that mean to you? Well, listen to Ekatoli. He'll tell you what living in the moment is. Block out everything. Just live in the now. Now what? Well, it's a dumb statement. Ridiculous at the at the least. And people are following it, paying him lots of money. He becoming a multimillionaire over and over. Because Oprah run him out into the real world. And I'm sad to say that I was one of the people that first listened to him when he first came out. I bought his book and I listened to the 21 Days with Oprah, but I was writing letters every day back to him saying what a, what a dumb statement that was. Now, to listen to a person that has no knowledge on anything about what you should be and how you should act, how about acting as if it was a God? How about acting as if life is a real thing after the body dies. Not living in dream world, meaning hell, and thinking this is the ultimate everything. What is what is planet Earth? We're gonna we're gonna keep going over this today because this is where a person needs to wake up. You know, smell the coffee, smell the roses, whatever you want to smell, but smell something that's real, not the lies. Or smell the lies. And cross them out. Block them out. We'll start at the beginning. Okay. Man gets born. Woman gets born. And that's not going to Adam and Eve and all that stuff. Uh, but when a, when a person's born, they start their counta- countdown to dying. Buddha said that even. Every second you're closer to yourself dying than being born again, obviously. Unless you become a born again Christian. But uh, every second you're getting closer to death. Death maximum for anybody on this planet is 125. 125 years. Nobody lives longer than that. No matter what they do, no matter what they eat, no matter where they go to live. So what's that mean? God created a vortex of a certain time frame where a soul is supposed to learn what it needs to learn within 125 years. At the end of 125 years, we'll cut that short, but uh, they have to reincarnate and start all over. The average person lives to what? 60 or 80, somewhere in between. One out of five might live to 90. One out of... 15, 20 might live to 100. But I don't even think it's that high. The numbers are decreasing as far as how long we're living. It was short in the older days because white people, when they came into the United States, brought so much disease with them and then started creating more. Native people didn't die of disease. Do you know that? In the United States, the way Native people died were natural deaths. Like falling off a horse getting stampeded by a buffalo and not needless to say getting shot by a white man uh, but 
their death wasn't because of sickness. When they brought all these sicknesses, the, the native nation weren't ready to deal with them. But they did find a cure for everything they were given. And you know what one destroyed the native nation? Drinking. How it got started? I know people don't care about history. Well, you should know it. The truth behind all the lies that you believe in. I just got into a big discussion with somebody. Oh, the native people, this and that, they're drunks. You know why they're drunks? Up until the 1920s. The Catholic churches, people in charge of them, were allowed to take every child born at six years old and put them in prison camp to learn Christianity. And when they were getting close to 16, they made them start drinking. At 16, they put them back on the reservation. The other thing I added, which people don't know either, when they were feeding them, the, the native people, when the wars were going down and everything, even in the prison camps, they were giving them alcohol to drink, but they put gunpowder in it. I don't know if you know much about gunpowder. I used to make it when I was a little kid, make flares and rockets and all that kind of stuff. The number one ingredient for simple gunpowder I'll just name one of them. It's saltpeter. Saltpeter is used for sterilizing cows and things like that. And they used it in the army for a while to sterilize the men so that they didn't have sex and things like that. There's a lot of things people don't know or don't understand or didn't know. But it was put in the, in the, in the, the alcohol that they forced on these native people. If it didn't kill them, they ended up getting a drinking problem because native people... Their body doesn't work with alcohol. And just so you know, Alaska, in the United States, is the only state that makes it illegal for Native people to drink. The most ridiculous, obscene, perverted, twisted idea. Why not make all the United States illegal to drink? Well, they can't deal with it. Well, most of those people driving cars drunk don't deal with it either. That kill people. How many people are killed on the reservation or in Alaska? Due to drunk driving. We got nowhere to drive to. But uh, we have a program, twisted, perverted, prejudiced system, which is only geared against the native people. Not the black people, not the Chinese, not the Japanese, and not the Spanish. Why is that? Well, because the Spanish came here. Well, so did... Uh, so did the Vikings. They were the first people to come with the native people. And I... I don't talk about other people's stories. I was with the oldest Hopi elder in the United States before he died. His name was Thomas Binyaka. He was a carrier of the Hopi prophecy, which is being twisted and torn apart now because people don't want to deal with the truth. Let's make it acceptable for people. Really? Let's make it saying World War III is not going to happen. Let's make it like people are going to love each other and the government's going to turn around and, and give back the Native people what they deserve. Not on this planet. All right. So now let's get back to 125 years. You're not going to live longer than that. So what do you got to retain in 125 years? Think about it. And I try to make people think when I talk. 
Because I don't want you just to think about what I'm saying. I want you to think about what's going on in your brain. Man, mankind, or whatever, human race, they're running around hoping, they're running this race hoping they will win. What are they going to win? Not one of them knows what they're really going to win. A programmed idea of going to heaven and being there and and being happy? Why just got to be good? And good to who? To your family? To the prisoners that you put in jail? We're too good to, to, to the wrong people. Prisoners don't deserve the respect that they get. You're guilty when proven guilty. But you're innocent until you're proven guilty, right? Ridiculous. Somebody just shot somebody up. We're going to put him in jail and say he's innocent until we can prove he's guilty? You know, it's an oxymoron beliefs, ideas, and principles of people. Because they're so afraid they'll be caught in that situation. The whole story about forgiveness and all those things come out of a man's problem with himself. Well, if I go to hell, everybody's going to go to hell. I mean, it's like, let's bring everybody down if I go down. And men stick up for men no matter what. Even under a rape situation. Which is the most pathetic thing on this planet. Most sickening, disgusting thing that the human race is allowing. And allowing because mental moron lawyers and judges and all those kind of people will defend a rapist. Get him off from rape. Or give him a small sentence for rape. What kind of mentality is that? Pathetic. Sick. Disgusting. And you say you're living in a beautiful world. But what's beautiful? I mean, let's let's take people off the planet. The earth's pretty. Sure is. What makes it messed up? Man. God doesn't create garbage. Only men do. Why is that? Because men don't care. Uh, We're going to go into the idea of, like, are men real? I mean, it's just a dream. We're living in the in the moment. Uh, we're living in a dream. Where are we? Are we human? Are we animal? What are we really? And think about that, because we're going to go into that. What makes a human human? What makes an animal an animal? What makes an animal a human? What makes a human an animal? People are animals, period. And they don't give credit to that. They think we're better. We have what? I'm going to go into that. I want to get into that right this second. I want to start with, okay. So these people run around thinking they're winning something. And they're going to. And then even on top of all that, they think they're going to become spiritual. Ask any person that you meet on the street, in your house, wherever you are. Ask them what spiritual means. What what do you have to do to become a spiritual person? And what is a spiritual person really? Ask them. Because mankind didn't figure that out yet. There are no spiritual people on this planet. They may think they are. They may tell you they are. But if all they know is their own ego, how spiritual are they? 
Hold on, I got an idiot going crazy. Sorry about that. I live in a neighborhood with some strange people. So, now, think about what I just said. What is spiritual? Name one spiritual person to yourself. Don't put the Pope in there, whatever you do. He doesn't deserve two cents of the word spiritual. Mental, maybe, not spiritual. Please, I, anything I say, I would say it to their face. I would love to say it to their face. And I would love to debate them face to face on their retarded, limited awareness. They don't know the truth about anything. Oh, well, nobody knows the truth. That's a cop-out because people that don't know anything assume everybody else is the same as they are. If that was true, nobody would ever be going into the higher realms, which they do. And they can when you become aware and, 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 and aligned and understand self-realization and then go into God-realization. What did I mean? You don't become God. Nobody ever becomes God. Nobody wants to know what God is. Never mind become it. But in the meantime, let's say we are God. We're all one God. Really? A sick, perverted, twisted, mental, retarded God. If we were all one. I would just say, block me out of existence. Eternity. Take me out of eternity. Because I don't want to be in eternity with it sick, perverted, twisted idea that this is what God is. Luckily, I don't have it. I don't believe it. I know it's not true. So I'm not in that space. But if I was, would I want to live on planet Earth with these disease-riven, sick, perverted, twisted, thinking people? Hello, I got a special guest that wants to say hello. All right, uh, Namgal's here. She's a, a Buddhist. She's an incredible person, uh, a person that I look up to. So I'm going to let her talk. She has something to say, and I promise you whatever she says will be important. So hold on. Aloha, folks. I'm not getting any feedback from you, so... Um this is my first experience on the radio per se. So um, I, I just trust that you're going to receive this information. I was in the other room and I heard Tommy refer to God's awareness. Um, what I would just like to add to that is that we are not God, but every single living one of us. Um, I come from the Tibetan uh, Kaju tradition, and um, in our tradition, um, we believe uh, we are all part of a larger awareness, and that larger awareness is God, if you will. Uh, we are all that awareness and 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 my feeling 
this is a personal feeling from observation is that we are all that awareness and we are all God's awareness. And it's not like we need to pray to God, like we need to go to the special synagogue or temple, but yet God is everywhere, everything in that we perceive. Again, back to the awareness. There's nothing that we can look at even um, in our mundane um in our mundane, like we look at a computer, there's still consciousness behind the computer. Some person's consciousness uh, realized how to make the computer. Uh, they realized how to make a chair, how to make a table. It's all consciousness. Therefore, in my feelings and, and observations, I feel that that is what is meant by we are all God is that we are all part of God's realization and awareness and each one of us it is our job to keep our pureness intact in our conscious level of integrity intact and that's our job to um, realize the awareness and 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 um, and that's what's meant by we're all God and and uh, we're all conscious awareness. We're tentacles of his awareness, if you will. And when we pass, we go back to the source. And then perhaps we're giving the chance at reincarnation or incarnation if we are high enough to realize and we don't black out at death. But that's a, no, a whole nother, um subject as you know well as a lot of them are um but just that one aspect i felt like i i truly wanted to comment upon because it's up to you and how you wish to perceive it and your perceptions are crucial and know also that your perceptions are god they're just an aspect. And so I'm going to put Tommy back on unless any of you have a question for me or um, or for him. You can channel them through him. Or for me, you could channel through him. So, But here he is back. I just had overheard that and, again, wanted to share my thoughts. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye. Hello, everybody. That was my partner. I hope you got something from what she said. Uh, as you can hear by the way she spoke and what she said, we don't exactly agree on everything. We're not in the same way. Especially when it pertains to Buddhist teachings versus Jesus' teachings. But the sad part, very few people understand anything what Jesus was teaching. And very few people on this planet understand much about God. Handed down statements and ideas of what it is, what it does, how it acts, what we are of it, what we're not of it. Buddhism came from Hinduism, which is the oldest religion on the planet. But they were dealing with deities, and the deities, the deities were small gods. 
and they gave him teachings. But nobody can teach about God other than God itself. And God teaches in totally different ways than any human could ever perceive. Hold on. trying to get to as far as this goes. All right, let's just start with the topic today. We'll get back to God later. Uh, being one, we're all one, we're all connected. An idea that is pathetic. Imagine connecting yourself to all the rapists, murderers, killers, drug addicts on this planet, and we're all one. Well, you must believe, if you're all connected to the same thing, meaning God itself, it would mean God is pretty pathetic. But you have to look at the worlds God created. Hell, which is planet Earth, is the lowest level for the human race, which is the first level for soul to become aware. At that point, it is not aware of anything. Earth is kindergarten to soul, and it reincarnates hundreds of times in this realm just to learn that it's a soul and what that really means. Not ego, not oneness, none of those words exist to what soul is. Because when the body dies and soul leaves, it isn't dealing with anybody else. All right? It's dealing with itself and then its awareness of God. In the lower realm in the astral plane, you could play with beings, people, and entities. When you leave that realm, you start going into the to the I would say, more pure worlds of God, which are worlds where this, all these things do not exist. Sorry, I got a lot of action in my room. My partner, my dog. Uh, so, we got a lot of different things that soul moves into when it starts becoming aware. And when you start becoming aware, you're slowly looking towards the word spiritual. Spiritual means something, but not in a physical language. If you're not aware of something, you can't be that. Uh, everybody that ever gave a discourse, a lecture, Mila Reaper, Buddha, Gandhi, all these people had a message, had their message. What did it pertain to? Being happy, being in bliss, being in love. So why not feed that about what Jesus taught as well? Everybody just taught about love, compassion, and forgiveness. Really? You don't get automatically get forgiveness. And what makes you think you ever get it? In this lifetime. When it comes to murder, you don't. I don't care what people say, what ministers, rabbis, priests, or the Pope himself says about it. In his own documents, it says it's not forgivable. Soul has to create and uncreate. When a soul creates murder within its reality, 
it changes the reality of future generations of families and people. At that point, one's trying to become a god, acting as a god. And in the physical world, you are. But your god really is Lucifer, not God. Lucifer creates the energy and wants us to play and stay here. God doesn't. Why God allows Lucifer to stay there? He doesn't want idiots to come into the higher realms. Or he won't allow it. It won't allow it, I should say. Sorry. God is not a he. I never want to refer it to that. But God doesn't allow it to happen. But the deities, all these deities that are there, are there for a reason. And not just... Hold on. Hello? Hello? Hello, hello, Mr. Hawksblood. Greetings. Who, who, hello? Hello, Mr. Hawksblood. Sorry, John 18? That's who it is. Greetings. I got another guest on my show. What a great day. Mr. Sergeant Lateen from Stranger Universe, his site. Uh, pull it up. Check out some of the videos. He's got 60. How many videos up right now? 97. 97 videos he put up in about three months. So check it out. There's a lot of pictures that we've shot together uh, of things beyond any imagination that anybody else has ever shot on this planet. Uh, and he has a more oh. documented files than anybody else as well. And he's putting them up every day. So if you don't believe it, pull it up. Pull, it up, pull up his site. So greetings. Why do I have the pleasure of Mr. Sargell coming on to my show? Well, okay, this is twofold. I wanted to congratulate you on your earthquake prediction that you made a week or so ago. You said it was going to be a point of Keep making those predictions. Can you hear me? You're kind of breaking up. Uh, are you on the phone, cell phone, or which kind of phone are you on? Yeah, cell phone. The other phone wouldn't connect. Can you hear me now? Oh, you sound better. Sounds better now. Okay, I wanted to thank you for your earthquake prediction that came through. Seven low earthquake predicted in the Anchorage. Now, that was a great. And, yeah, uh. Hello? You're still breaking up. Can you call in on the Skype? Uh, I'll try to call you back on Skype. All right, I appreciate it, because I want to hear you. All right. Thank you. All right. All right, bye-bye. Well, everybody, that's Sergeant 18. He's got a site up. Please check it out. Uh, Sergeant and I worked together for many years, filming every kind of creature, entity that there is, uh, and we documented it because he has thousands of pictures uh, that he copyrighted, so uh, it's as real as you get. We never edited. I mean, we never played or change them, just enhance them here and there, just to see it clarify certain things, but we never created a false picture. They're all of what we actually saw from beings, ships, you name it. Uh, obviously, all the super cool ones we never really got pictures of, the ones I call super cool. Even here in Hawaii, I've been seeing so many incredible things, but I'm not lucky enough to get a picture of them, but I just got something that will make that all change. I bought a scope. That's 500 times zoom, meaning I can zoom in on a star and take a picture of it or a video. So I'm real happy with that, except it's been raining every night. My light chip, I can't get to see it. Uh, 
usually it's out there in the morning sometime and it's not blinking at me. Uh, but there's so much going on here in Hawaii. So uh, what I'm trying to say is, please, what you hear out there mainstream, all these people dealing with aliens, going on the ships, going for dinner, getting going to be taken to their planet, they're going to come and help us. I'm going to tell you, 99% of everything you hear out there is a lie. Twisted information, fed information, and it was either programmed to them by aliens or the government. Or a bad dream. A lot of people have a bad dream and make it their reality in the, in the distant time. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I was on a ship once. Yeah, really? Uh, when they want to make themselves known, they will. So Stephen Greer trying to promote the exposure of it is pathetic. Now, what I say, the government... Oh, man, he's calling on Skype. Can you hear me? Hello? Uh, oh, no, I'm, I'm trying. Did you call him at the same number, 347-945-7407? I'm, I'm talking on my cell phone. That's why you can hear me. Uh, but you're not, on the, you're not in my studio. Call the number, 347-945-7407. 7207. All right. Okay, bye. Wow, we've got a lot of weird things going on today. But what else is new? So, getting back to where I was. Uh, we have incredible stuff on, on, on online. I did Project Camelot for nine months with Sajal18 uh, as my co-host. And we were putting two pictures up at least every week. Uh, nobody really commented, but we did have lots of people there. We had over a thousand people come into our show the next day. We had over 50 people in the chat room every day. So uh, people wanted to hear it and see it. I don't know where they all went. Uh, if they were boycotting the truth, but uh, I'm trying to put it out there. Mr. Sergeant Lateen has been uh, coming out. He was in uh, a stage of, I don't know what you want to call it, meditation for many years, a contemplation. Uh, but he decided to come out recently. And I'd say over the past year, because we did the show for nine months, and now he's doing his show on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Not Blog Talk, I'm doing on Blog Talk, which he's coming on, but he's also doing Stranger Universe on YouTube. So if you can pull that up. Please do. You'll get some inter interesting information. I don't agree with many people, or any people, but we agree on something, Sargell and I. Uh, we used to lecture together. He did all the UFO stuff. I do all the spiritual stuff. But uh, there's a fine line between both. The same as there's a fine line between truth and lies. Which way it goes is depending on the person speaking about it, talking about it, writing about it. The same is most of the stuff you read. Oh man, I need to, he couldn't get back in. I don't know what happened. Uh, host calling, guest calling. I'm just trying to think if there's any other way I can call him. 
I was hoping you'd get back in. Oh well, I don't know if he's going to be able to get back. Uh, well, let me continue to wherever we were before that happened then. Alright, when I was talking about levels and, and deities, and here he comes, hold on. Hello, Tommy. Hello. Uh, now right. I can hear you. All right. Sorry, that didn't work. One thing I wanted to say was congratulations on your earthquake prediction. It came true. You said a 7.0 earthquake will hit. It didn't work with that. I have a question to ask you about the church. All right. I have a question. All right. My question is, and I asked Telequa and I asked other people, all these priests that are having sex with young boys and nuns, oh, they're priests. Don't aren't they afraid of going to hell? Well, no, wait, no. I, I'm on top of this, and I'm glad you asked. The Pope himself, the present Pope, all right, last right. year came out publicly and said hell does not exist. Oh, really? He also said Adam and Eve is a fake story. So the new pope is rewriting Christianity to the max, the Catholic version of Christianity. Uh, he thinks he has the power to do it. He's also rewriting the Ten Commandments. There's two of them he's trying to change. So in his what perverted, twisted mind, he's making a religion more obscene than it was. I've been writing him letters every night, calling him a fool, and I said, if you understood one word Jesus said, you wouldn't be able to do one thing that you're doing right now. And to have that yeah. allow that to happen, did, I, did you hear what I said? This priest is anointing a guy who raped 30 children, and he had HIV positive, and he's forgiving them. In the, in the Revelations, it says sins that cannot be forgiven. And this is for Christians, uh, because they use the word sin. It's really called karma, but it's, they use sin. And it says it's one right. of those things that can't be forgiven. So how does a priest get the ego to even try to do that? Why would he want well, to? You see, that's what I don't understand, is why is it so... I, I'm flabbergasted by this fact, on that it's so widespread. And it's very prominent here in northeast Pennsylvania. They, I mean, even the attorney general now is just passed a law to a prosecute the priest, not through the Vatican, not through the church, but through our laws here in America. But I don't understand why I don't these people, what are they not, they don't really believe in religion and they're just pedophiles that want to be, get kids well, in the church? Is that what's going on? Let me take you to a different level. Jesus didn't come here to teach about sex, first off. Uh, he came to teach something very important, which Christianity does not know. But in the interim, the Pope, not the Pope, the, uh, Peter was the first Pope. Did you know that? Right, right. The Rock. But, uh, right. but these, uh, whatever they call those people, the priesthood and at that time frame, the ones that helped and created the boundaries for Jesus to get killed. And then it was all Jesus' followers that actually helped kill Jesus. And it wasn't even I, about I, sex. I know that. I know that. But so I just you, don't... If you, if you just, wait, wait, Brian. 
if you're standing yeah, in front of the most spiritual person you'll ever meet in all your lifetimes and you decide to help kill him, wouldn't you think you'd be a little afraid of something happening to you? Of course. I mean, I'm, I'm not a Christian. I was when I was little. I don't claim to be a religious person. I'm a, a new realist. But uh, the fact is, if you accept something, or whatever it is, God, ruler, master, teacher, you, you need to give your full respect to that. Otherwise, don't follow it. If you're in a religion and you don't respect your religion, you don't follow it. So well, these none, people, of these can, none of these priests that are doing this can respect the religion. I think they should be prosecuted to the, the fullest extent of the law. And I think, personally, they should all go discarnate. Well, the Pope was hiding out two of the rapists inside the church uh, so that nobody could get them as well. So uh, they play this game. Uh, thinking that they're above the law. But it doesn't mean, like, we have to go into society and different cults and religions. They're not, the, what do you call it? The one that Bush, Mr. Bush that died, was in the skull and bones. Right. right. You create an organization. You protect yourself. You don't care about anybody else. The same as if a nuclear war was going to happen tomorrow, the underground cities would be filled with the people that paid to go underground. Those people wouldn't care about anybody above ground. Not one child would they care about. It's no, they're going, to save their they're going to save their own houses, of course. Yeah, I, I give you that. And they're not going morals, to care about the people. Right. Need to protect I use the word morals. Morals have deteriorated. There are no such thing as morals in the United States anymore, and they're definitely not in other countries. To allow a country to kill children because they don't want a girl? I mean... The pathetic things, and it's still sex slavery, sex selling, and and it's yeah. beyond, it's right below their eyes. I mean, they have to know what's going on, and they do. Okay, so your your answer good. to me is these people don't respect the religion; they're just using it as a cloak. It's it's a what what do they call it when a group of men get together? I mean, and they form a group uh, like uh, the ones that wear the hats and the uh, oh, well, Elks Club and. It's a club. A you mean like not, like that? Like the Elks Club. Society. No, no, the Elks right. Club. They get together, they party, they drink, and they talk, and, and it's like they're all connected. To what? To nothing. And and hmm. my partner, I don't know if you heard, my partner came on, and she was speaking about Buddhism uh, a little while ago. Uh, she just right. came in and wanted to talk right away. But uh, I follow my own path. I follow the truth. I don't follow anybody's words twisted stories, or even what they see, believe, or hear. I know Jesus. I know death. I know Atlantis. And the other things I base on, everything I do, what we did since Atlantis, since Atlantis, and what we did to Jesus, what we did to anything that was important, we're destroying the planet. So do yes, we want to respect a God? I mean, people don't know what God means. There's no definition for the average person to even describe God, which is pathetic. And then the other word, which is even more important today, is the word spiritual. And I challenge anybody on this planet to explain what spiritual means in this reality, because it doesn't exist. Well, that is you can't a good drink, point. can't smoke, can't kill people, can't rape people, can't abuse people. I mean, all those things. Uh, and then you say you're spiritual because you go to church on Sunday, or 
you 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 do meditation and you talk to to the universe and now you're spiritual. Well, to me, I think to me personally, if people just followed the Ten Commandments to the letter, the first Ten Commandments, everything would be a lot better. Follow. Well, I, I don't think know, that's happening. I, I say to you, you're a hundred percent right. I said the Ten Commandments weren't laws. They were ways to live life by. Now, right. the New Age world today and the present feel a law is confining them. Right. And they think any law needs to be changed. Well, why don't they change the law that, that says you can't speed at 60, you have to say at 60 miles an hour. Why don't you drive at 100 miles an hour? Any law. All the laws are pathetic. You go to jail for smoking for six years. I mean, well, you have these retarded laws, but one that says thou shalt thou shall not kill. Well, I guess I can kill anybody that's in my way. We can't kill people in the United States, but we go to another country and blow the children apart. I mean, mentality. A Christian that says they're a Christian cannot go to war. If they do, they're going against their own religion. So that means they don't believe in their own religion. I challenge people on that. It's hectic, Tommy. It's, It's so confusing, and they've added so much stuff to confuse people. But I have to go... I just wanted to call and thank you for that prediction uh, uh, on the earthquake and ask you that question and keep up the work, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming on. We'll talk. It's always a pleasure. All right. Thank you, Sergio. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. That was Sergio Leighton, a uh, good friend of mine. We we did a lot of UFO stuff together for many years, filmed many things. Uh, lectured around the United States for a while. Uh, Stranger Universe, please pull it up. You'll see pictures of things you'll never see anywhere else. I mean, now he just told me he's getting hundreds of pictures. People want to say, this is that, and this is that. Tell me that this is real. Uh, but he can't. People just take shadows, reflections, and images of light and say it's a demon, it's an entity. I mean, you look at a cloud any given time, you could see a, a face or, or a being in it. To say that's Jesus or that's Moses or that's, that's an angel. I mean, just watch a rock. You could look at a couple of rocks and you're going to see a face come out. The native people call them the rock people. I took pictures of them that I could say, you look at it and you look at, you really think you're looking at a face that was carved, that wasn't. But we're beyond that. We're in a new level of awareness. Uh, which is sinking, not to the place it should be. Uh, instead of growing greater and wiser, we're going the opposite way. Wisdom and knowledge are two things we need. But they go together. You can't have one without the other. I mean, it's actually useless, one of them without the other. So if you go back to the story, I'm going to say it's a story of Adam and Eve. When they ate at the tree of knowledge, he said, well, One was wisdom and one was knowledge. So God says, okay, in the Bible, eat of the other tree. So he knew that one's not going to help mankind move forward without the other. And one comes from experience that you actually go through. The knowledge could be taken from other things. So, but together, you put it together and make reality. So when I talked about we create the future is the opposite of staying in the moment. If you don't think about the future, 
You can't change it. You don't understand what's happening. How can you change it? You don't know something about something until you see the movement of it. When a volcano is going to erupt, it gives signs before it happens. So just wait till it erupts and goes over you. No, it's a mental state that's pretty sad if a person decides to go into it and accept it. Meaning if you listen to Deepak Chopra, and I mean he's trying to help people get in a, a bliss state, peaceful state. Uh, yeah, you can stay in that for a short period of time, maybe an hour. You're lucky a couple hours if you want. You got to go back to the real world, back to movement, time, future, thinking, thinking ahead, not thinking of the present. Now, I'm going to try to go into that in detail to help you understand what the present moment would mean if you could live in the present moment, which is impossible. And I'm going to go over all the reasons why it is impossible. So when people are talking about how we're, we're all one, we're dealing with the universal energy, and we're moving into, well, some people think we're in the fourth, some people think we're going into the fifth, some people think we're going into the sixth. We're not going anywhere. We're going to hell and we're in hell. Who's telling those people that? God? Aliens? How about maybe Lucifer? Lucifer wants to keep people here. Make them happy in some way while you get them to do your bidding. Uh, People go to Lucifer. Lucifer doesn't go to the beings. So when Lucifer says, uh, here I am, ask me a question, and then people go to him and say, hey, can I have a car? Can I have a house? Can I have money? Can I have 10 girlfriends? Could I be a billionaire? So Lucifer says, sure. Work for me and I'll give you anything you want. And you know, people do things in life for a lifetime under the disguise thinking that they're getting what they wanted and deserve. And I'm sorry I used this one person because he actually openly openly admitted it. Even if he really meant it or not when he did say it, he said he sold his soul to the devil, Bob Dylan. But he said when he did that, Every song he ever wrote after that became gold. Even if he gave the song to another singer to sing, it became the number one bestseller. So, did he sell his soul to the devil? You know, things happen. The mind can't perceive much of the real reality of things. So I sold my soul to the devil. So what? I don't believe in heaven anyway. I'm a universal being. I mean, you could twist anything, make anything fit into your little pocket of how you want to keep it, how you want to work with it. There is a reality called truth, and then the word that goes with that is called karma. When Sargell brought up the Ten Commandments, you know, I say this. uh, However Moses really got it, he carved the stones... Leprechaun carved the stones from, but it wasn't God itself. But how he got the stone was rules to live by, to keep man in balance, which nobody ever followed, not even Moses. So how do we move forward? 
if we're given something that will keep us in balance and we, we tear it to shreds and we create some stupid, ridiculous statement like, I'm free. We're all free. Free to do what we want. No, you're not. You're on planet Earth. Hell, you're stuck in the boundaries of the foundation of the laws of this world. What do you think science is trying so hard to go through a dimension to get out of it? <clears throat> if they think God itself is going to let some evil being create a way to get out of hell <laughs> without purifying their karma are delusional. They might get into a vortex like when the Philadelphia experiment happened. Read about it. Read what happened. Sargell and I were friends with Al Bielik. And we could tell you stories and stories about what he was going through and what happened and why he died, how he died and when, and all the reasons why. But when you play with things you're not supposed to, you create karma. And karma comes due when when you create enough of it and it realizes you're done creating karma, it'll make you start paying it. It means you die and reincarnate and then you're starting all over. You don't get to pay your karma off in this lifetime just because you're oh, I'm going to pay off all my karma. If you have too much, you can't. I'm going to have somebody on my show in, in the next, next month, soon. Uh, an incredible person. His book was a bestseller for many years. I'm not going to say his name today. But incredible person. Totally honest about who, what he was, and things like that. Had incredible experiences. I'm not going to say his name, just in case he's too sick to come on. He just had surgery and everything else, so I want to make sure he's going to be all right. Uh, but uh, we had our differences. I challenged him in front of 13 people at a restaurant I paid $120 to sit at. So, and then he stood up and confessed and told his story. I mean, anybody that stands by their truth, I respect them. Good, better, and different. Even admitting that he killed 40 people. TJ's husband admitted he killed 140 people for the government. 140 people! Whether he did or not, I don't know why anybody would want to make up that story in the first place. And if he did, karma came due. He suffered a year without his legs, and TJ had to take care of him, and then he died. But karma is due when you let go of the body. Because you're going to take on your astral body. And that's based on karma as well. Depending on how much karma you have is how long you're going to stay in that body. If you get to stay in it. Because you'll reincarnate. You don't reincarnate instantly. Even suicide people aren't forced back the split second they commit suicide. I'm telling you, I only talk from experience, direct experience that I had, that I experienced in this lifetime, and some from other lifetimes, which I'm 100% aware of. And learning to separate dreams and visions and fantasies and put them all in the right aspect of where they belong. So, who tells you what to do? How do you get your answers? Where do you get your answers from? Do you believe people talking, like talk on the air, talk on the radio, talk on TV, talk at a conference? Do you believe them? Well, I, I just told my partner, 
I'd love to do a conference before I die. I want to do it on the mainland, not here in Hawaii, because I couldn't get half of the people that I want to come to it. It's just too expensive to come to Hawaii. But I'd like to face people. Direct connection is so much more important to me than any other kind. I mean, over the phone, over the internet, I see you, you see me, I hear you, you hear me. Can I touch you? No. Can you touch me? No. Uh, it's more of a solid connection that I like to have when I talk to people and look them in the eyes and, and things like that that make it real. Without that, when you look in a person's eyes over the computer, you're looking at an image going through air, going through wires and everything else. A no, it loses what it is. So, my goal is to probably have a conference in the next six months, somewhere around Vegas. And I'm still looking for a few so-called spiritual people to work with. I have maybe one or two so far. One I trust totally. One I agree with her. She agrees with a lot of things I say, so it might work. Both of them have techniques and, and, and things that they teach. When I do a conference, I want to make sure the people that come leave with something. Not just an idea or a thought or a stupid idea, but something real that's going to help them in life to grow spiritually. Not mentally, not physically, spiritually. Not getting a better job, not making more money, but learning about death learning about God, learning about the inner worlds and everything else that one needs to do before they get out of the lower realm. Because you can't get past the astral plane. <clears throat> Sorry about that. You cannot. It's not an open door. You can't go from the astral plane to the mental plane, causal plane, higher realms, fourth, fifth, four realms. Just because you want to, everything has to be earned. Spiritual truth comes from learning, not from other people's phrases, sayings, and, and, and all that kind of stuff. I don't care what path you follow or who you follow. No matter what they tell you, they can't make you spiritual. Cannot. No person on this planet alive today can. And I'll say this, from my own experience, every time frame that I lived in, from Atlantis to now, was there a person able to do that? A story I could get into, but I won't today, uh, I was with a teacher, master, who was going to try to affect the reality of the world itself by building something that will change reality. I mean, I... I, I kind of freaked out and went and lost it during that time frame. But, uh, yeah, it was almost the end of my life and everything else. Just as, I don't know if you know her name, Barbara Max Hubbard, one of the most famous elder futurists. Everything's going to happen in the future and everything's going to be beautiful in the future. A dreamer. Futurist means dreamer. Well, the future worlds are going to be, well, if you have a vision, okay, but... Uh, when we want to say it's going to be better, 
How in the world would people thinking they can live in the moment are going to create a beautiful future? The moment you're living in right now is dangerous, disastrous, sick, perverted, twisted. Are you changing that by saying I'm in the moment? Because the moment you say you're in the moment, you're in the next moment. A moment is a split second. A fraction of a second of one second. Because every other one, your mind says breathe or whatever. You blink your eyes. There's lots of things that happen. Hello, can you hear me? Sorry. Sorry about that. Alright, now. Dreams can be good or bad. I, I don't know where I was, so I have to start again where I, where I need to be. Uh, depends on your connection. Hold on. All right. You know, we, we all have a truth, our wisdom, our knowledge, and we all decide how important it is to us and, and where is it going where is it going to lead us? Where do you want to go? Well, when you go to sleep at night, your mind goes multiple places, and so does soul. They don't work together. Now, I'll try to explain it real simple. The mind perceives things that's programmed into it, like a computer, a tree, a car, life, breath, love, sex. They're all words, and they get computerized inside the brain. Does the brain know out anything outside of the brain? No. Soul is what leaves the brain and comes back into the body with truth, wisdom, knowledge, all those kind of words, and tries to filter it through to the brain. The brain... You can say aliens. Well, aliens aren't real. Why? Deities. Well, they're real. I know they're real. And how many people understand what they really are? Or actually work with them or see them? Even the idea of angels. So many people are programmed that angels are this, that, and the other thing. So everybody meets with angels. If you think an angel comes down here to play, think again. Every angel that came down in the Bible or any other story of angels, they have a mission, whether it was created by them or given to them, and they decided to take it. But it's up to you to wake up, understand these things now. Nobody's going to get you to a space where, well, listen to me and I'll explain it. No. Until you're willing to go inside yourself and look at your so-called truth where you understand anything we're talking about. So the dreams, are they good or bad? They're depending on your connection to spirit. And how many people know what spirit is? Not God. 
not angels, spirit itself. What is spirit? Now, people have an unaware awareness of what soul and spirit is. And they mix them up, they twist them up, but they don't know how to determine either one. Spirit is the energy that comes from God that flows down to us. Soul is us individually as who and what we truly are. So, when we talk about when we go to bed, we have dreams, soul goes one way, mind goes another. Soul is able to escape the mind right before the mind goes to sleep and then you go into the subconscious state. As that's happening, mind's open. And soul says, hey, now I can leave. You're not going to try to hold me here. And it does. And that's the best time for soul to get out of the body. It's the easiest time. Because when you're wide awake and mind saying, no, 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 that's not real. That's not really happening. That's not, it's going to be a uphill, a downhill battle. Uphill battle, sorry. Uh, how much information do you really deal with? Very little. In your dream state, soul is aware of itself, which means it has so much more awareness. Multiple lifetimes of awareness. Not the mind. Mind doesn't perceive anything from yesterday, um, past life. So, your awareness when you go to sleep determines what's going to happen to you, to your mind, and to soul. I'm not saying it's wrong to work in the mind state, wrong to work in the soul state, or both. Which you do work in the both sides. Because the mind will have anywhere from 50 to 100 dreams in a night. And they measured that. Science could at least do that. And I'm sure they can monitor the dreams themselves right now. But uh, you have that many. The average person, or even most people, do not remember more than the last two. I mean, if you wake up in the middle of the night, you remember that dream maybe, or part of it. But when you wake up, you remember your last dream because you're just coming out of it. And then you don't remember the hundred you had before that in the nighttime. Inside, which I'm going to get into, is there time frames between? Is there a time lap and time gap and all those kind of words? How many dreams do you get in a night? You have no clue. You don't know. If it wasn't for science measuring your, your pulse and your and, and the, your RPI on your eyes and things like that, would they know that you're going through an experience? depending how, what state, altered, alpha, beta, data, delta, state you go into. Maybe you're outside the dream space. And basically it's what you perceive inside it. I, I, I know that might be, not a, you know, I might not be able to understand that. What is really meaningful and important to life and able to affect it? Do you think, if you think this world is an illusion and we're living in this illusion, delusional, all right? Um, 
saw Dylan18 was in the chat room. Uh, yeah, so let me just try to put a... So, uh, maybe you're outside the space, meaning you let go of the mind and soul stepping out of the body. It's connected by the silver cord, which nobody talks about. Oh, I don't have a silver cord. Everybody does. In in reality, most people, 99% of most people do have it. Because without that, it'd be like jumping out on a trampoline in space. You'd bounce out, you go into space, and you would just bounce and travel forever until you hit something. And without the cord, you wouldn't be able to come back to your body. So it's a very important thing that people do not talk about. And one of the only people that I know that actually publicly came out, a famous woman, to talk about it was Shirley MacLaine. And that was many years ago. And she did a whole movie on that. Putting her whole life on the line, showing and exposing who and what she went through. Which was incredible. I mean, I already went through all of it. But just to see somebody put it out there that nobody talks about. was incredible. Now, you can listen to some of these speakers and get bull and stories and, and, and go into the quiet space, go into the nothingness, and get nothing out of it. It will help you spiritually? Of course not. It'll help you become rich? Maybe. Money's here. Money doesn't exist in the inner worlds. So money's not going to help you any which way. So when you go into the dream state and you become aware in soul state what it's experiencing, you can bring that knowledge in, but then the mind tries to filter it. And I read a lot of people's death experiences and see what they perceive from that, or what they really got out of it. Uh, people are so programmed that when they have any kind of experience, they're spiritual. And they could write a book about it. And now they're spiritual. Because you almost died doesn't mean you're spiritual. So think about that I hope you're following along here I know it's uh, Why do I get these stupid things Popping up on my computer Sorry about that. Hopefully we're back where we're supposed to be. Alright. Living in the moment. What's that really mean to you? What would living in the moment mean to you? Enjoy dinner. Take a shower. Most men would like to be in a vision of being in a sexual position, having sex. Uh... How long would that moment, that moment last? Forever? Any experience, no matter what it is, comes to an end shortly. In Earth time, anyway. And then it will no longer be the super great experience that you believed it to be. Now, a way to prove it to yourself, in a simple way, the way I proved it to myself, Go to an amusement park. Look for the roughest 
scariest ride there, whether it's a roller coaster or whatever it is. Go on it, and then get off. Wow, it was exciting, incredible, cheap thrill. Go do it again. You'll get off. Wow, that was so cool. Now, stay on it. Don't get off. Go on it a hundred times. Every time you go around, it becomes less of a thrill. It's not going to be the same as when you first got on that ride and took the first downhill roller coaster ride. So, when we talk about experiences, if they don't change, awareness won't change either. Yes, we have multiple experiences that help us do that. Good and bad. Now, if they're all good, you're not pushing yourself to go any further than whatever that experience is. Somebody gave you $10 million, you're living in a mansion, you don't go out and you just have all the food brought in, sit there watching TV, you have a girl over the house, a guy over the house, whatever, and you stay there. You think you're going to start learning anything spiritual there? You may think you can. Well, I went into meditation. Well, meditation without the proper technique is useless. Going into nothingness. And I can say that. My partner's not here right now. Buddha's teachings were programmed ideas of being one with nothing, becoming nothing. This is all invisible. This is all not real. This is all the illusion. Well, you know, living life in an illusion is sad and pathetic. Why would I want to live in this sick, perverted, twisted illusion? If it's only illusion, kill yourself and get out of it. If that was true, uh, you get out of it. But it's not an illusion you're getting out of. It's called life you're getting out of. And you'll get karma. And you'll deal with that. So even though you're saying that this is an illusion, it's not real. We're all one. One what? One piece of garbage? To me, 99% of this planet is garbage. Sorry, people. Until you respect life, God... Everything else is useless. No matter what we build, no matter what we play with, it doesn't make us spiritual. Under any idea or any kind of way do we become spiritual because of that. No toy we're ever going to play with is going to make us spiritual. Going to Mars, Venus, Jupiter, any of those places is not going to make us spiritual. Dealing with a thousand races is not going to make us spiritual. But if you hold on to an idea that some some fool got up and made you pay money to hear him speak, say that you're spiritual, who's the fool? Him or you? You pay the money, you listen to him, and now you believe him. Even the fool that said, God protects you here. From what? You're one with what, God? No, you're not. Do you have a clue what God thinks? Thinks about the human race? What it allowed and what it allows us to do? It thinks about what it gave us and what we do to that. So do you think God is like loving us and saying, well, let's let them have another 10 years, 100 years before I take it all away? Sure. What do you think disasters happen in history to take out parts of the planet or half of the planet, most of the planet? 
Why do you think civilizations disappear? They're too smart, too spiritual, or too dumb. Science doesn't talk about that. Well, uh, 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 what? Energy. It's not about energy. Soul is energy, but it doesn't have to think what it is. It is what it is. And if you think you can change that, you're really in a sad place with God and spirit. You might be in a happy place on planet Earth and get a Nobel Prize and win money. But once you start deteriorating the planet, it's common that you're never going to be able to pay off in any kind of a lifetime. So, if you live in the moment, which you're trying to say you should do, the moment takes you out of the future. The future of what's going to happen, what we can do to change things, what we, all the important things in life. You're here for an experience. If you do nothing, stay in nothingness, you have no experience. Which kind of contradicts the idea that you've got to re, uh, reincarnate. For what? You live in bliss. For what? Have no experience. For what reason? Become aware of nothing. Does that make any sense? That would be like something that you really want? Well... God itself is growing. Whether I mean, people say God is everything that it's going to be and always will be. They, how does anybody know anything about God? They don't. For them to think that God sits up there sending us love and compassion and all that forgiveness. Oh, you just raped the child. You just cut the child's head off. I'm sorry. Don't do it again. What do people expect? What the Catholic religion preaches and teaches? What? What, what other paths did as well not just the Catholics the Muslims, you name it look at the Quakers look what happened to them look what happened to the native people trying to live life and some foolish ignorant beings called people come out and try to change it well what they think is important what they think is right my partner and I have problems because Buddha never believed in God itself. I know God is real more than anything else in the multi-universes. Multi Who controls the human race right now? Who gives us our ideas? Oh, we do? Well, then we got the Akashic Records. People can go read the Akashic Records, <clears throat> which is only our records from the astral plane. Not any higher than that, because you go beyond it, you don't need them. When you go beyond writing, you don't need writing. It's that simple. Who gives people ideas? These ideas. Demons or aliens? Or both? I'm telling you, both do. Is there a separation? Probably. Demons don't have to drive around on a ship where aliens do. So... Uh, where do you want to get your next bit of information from? How about a higher source? The world is toxic. The Earth's space itself is dying. Everything is. The dolphins, the whales, elk, deer, fish, 
plankton, you name it. Even in Hawaii, the plankton's dying, whales are dying. I mean, we can go on, people are dying as well from what's the contamination. And people want to live longer. I want to live longer in an illusion. Does that make any sense? Well, we'll have a good time here and there. I went through that many times. How much time is really good in your life? How much of it is really exciting? How much of it is really important? If you had sex 10 times a day, 365 days a year, which one of them would be more important than another? Any? Would any one of them make you a more spiritual person? Living longer. Well, I want to talk about this because my favorite movie of all time on TV was The Highlander. It was on TV for seven years. They made four movies from it. The second movie was ridiculous because they took a bunch of stories, edited them together. The third one was just kind of the series done over. But the fourth one rearranged and actually brought it out to ahead of the truth behind it all. But the Highlander... They were called Highlanders because they were fighting uh, people that were realized of power and God were fighting to become that. Every time they won the head by cutting the head off of another person that was on this journey, we get all the energy from that person and all the people that they killed, all that energy as well. So yeah, they were constantly battling each other. But even in that TV series... They believed church was the holy ground. You couldn't fight or kill each other in church or on holy ground. So, yeah, they went to church when they were hiding out and things like that. But when they fought, they fought till one body, one person lost their head. The song for this movie was by Queen. And, it, and it, the words were, who wants to live forever? Because basically, they were trying to become God. And one of them does become God in the very end of the series. And to see everything and know that he's going to see everything forever. But he lost his wife. Because she was growing old and he didn't. Uh, it's who wants to live forever? Not me. Many people do. Well, I'll live as long as I can. God created things for multiple reasons that are beyond most people's awareness. Sickness, disease, death was created for a reason. If we didn't need to die, we wouldn't have to die. We'd just stay here forever. In hell. With sick, degenerate, immoral people. Or we're not all... Well... Everybody has perverted thoughts, twisted ideas here and there. Whether they act them out or not is a different story. But even the most perverted ideas, I can tell you, the average man goes through them. We can't get better if we don't know anything better. We can't move forward if we don't know what forward even means. I say, live in a box. You'll only know a box. If a child was raised and grown in a box, that's all it would know. It wouldn't know anything else unless it became aware of its past lives. Some souls might be coming down new. 
I can't tell you how many. Meaning the first time in the lower realm. Because there's more souls coming in than going out right now. There's 350,000 coming in daily and 150,000 going out daily. So yeah, there's a lot more coming in. And there's a lot more coming into the United States. So, you know, you know, so above, so below. In some strange way, which I don't agree with, but it kind of reacts to the way things are. What I just said about more souls coming into the United States. It's only going to be a serious disaster. It's not going to make things better. Now, do I feel right about the Christians, the Spanish, the British, the English coming into the United States and slaughtering 500 million, uh, 50 million Native people? No, it was sad and horrible. But they took it over. They wiped most of them out. Sure, the few Native people that are left are fighting hard to survive and move forward. But they'll never own the United States again. And I was with the carrier the oldest Hopi prophecy that exists on this planet. And it explains how the world's going to end and why. And the basic foundation for that was written in the cave thousands of years ago. The Hopi people were the only race, no matter what Mayans or Lakota or any other tribe says, were here before everybody else came. They lived underground. They were told to come out to meet the white race. The Hopi people were never killers and warriors and fighters. They weren't the battlers of, on this, in the United States. The government tried to make the, the uh, Apache people fight with them. The, the Lakota... Uh, well, they tried their hardest to make tribes fight with them. But it didn't happen. I mean, they had problems, but they didn't kill each other, which, which the government was trying to make them do. Because the Four Corners is the Four Tribes. And they were trying to make them fight and kill each other, which didn't happen. Uh, I don't want to go into that. We need to realize that mankind takes a program, and usually it's based out of some religion, or some form of religion, and melts it, burns it, to recreate a new one. What happened to Buddhism? What happened to Christianity? What happened to the Muslims? Muslims was a fine, beautiful religion. Maybe at one time. Until Mohammed meets with Gabriel, and who's Gabriel really, to tell him how to recreate a religion. And fed him more programmed ideas, which doesn't come from an angel. Angels don't teach. They're not here to teach. They'll show you things and take you places in the inner worlds, but not here. They're not going to say, well, don't go to kindergarten. Go to, go to 8th grade, start there. They can't tell you things, so they don't do things like that anyway. We don't get on a plane today, uh, take a trip to Mars. Uh, no, it's not about that. That's not what they teach. Angels come with warnings. And not good ones. A warning something disastrous is going to happen. And it's for those souls that listen to truth will respond. I mean, the story of Noah's Ark, uh, how many people even believe them? While he watched, while they watched him build this giant boat. Oh, please! The UFO world tore that apart. 
saying they made DNA of all the animals and put them on a ship and and the whole world was flooded. The whole world was never flooded. It's impossible. On top of that, Noah's story, if you read the story, you're going to talk about a story, at least read it. 120 pairs of animals. How many species of animals do you think are on this planet? Thousands? Not 125, a lot more than that, right? So, Again, it was only a part of the world that was flooded. And to say and twist it, you know, mankind tries to make their truth important. I don't try to make my own important because I don't care if you believe it or not. It's up to you to find it. All I can tell you is that it's there. There is a real God. It's not a man or a woman. And it's not standing there listening to what we're saying right now. So if you curse God, uh, you're going into your own awareness, soul's aware of what it does. And it holds its own self accountable to that. Why in Christianity, why curse it? I better go ask for forgiveness. Well, God knows what we're going to do and and why. You know, it always gives us a chance. You know, the old saying, well, maybe they'll do something different. Did you ever watch a good way to relate to that? A good movie to watch maybe three times in a row is Groundhog Day. Bill Murray goes into this thing and he keeps starting the day over and over. And each day he has to learn whatever he's going to learn in the day. The next day he does it again. But what he does after day after day, he keeps adding it to, together and keeps building on what he knows. Until he knows everything that's going to happen. And it's a good way to look at it, how we learn by our mistakes. I mean, he could do this, whatever he wanted. He could kill somebody or not kill him. He could hurt somebody or not. Play with somebody, make music and whatever. He could do whatever he wanted over and over. Because he knew he was going to start it all over the next day. But he had to learn all that stuff over and over again. So it was... There was another, what was the other one uh, about the girl and guy that was in love and she keeps forgetting what happened. Oh. Well, I don't want to go into that one. This one was like so, so incredibly real in the idea of what it was trying to portray. So when we go over these ideas and stories and our minds and our dreams, what's going to bring us to a spiritual level? Again, ask yourself, what is a spiritual level? Living in oneness? Living in I am in the moment? Moment of what? If you're not aware now, you're going to stay in that a moment? Or are you going to try to get out of it? Trying to get out of it is bringing your attention from where you are to some other place. Every time you think of anything, you're leaving the moment. The moment is, I'm talking to you, and I have to think of the next word I'm going to say to you, so I'm not living in the moment. If you don't breathe, you hold your breath. It's like when you sneeze, you almost die for a split second. Uh, Within that second is the moment. You can't stay in it because you're going to breathe again. Your eyes are going to blink, shudder. Something's going to get you up, and that's outside of the moment. Because the moment says, I want to stay in the moment. And now something's saying, no, you've got to get out of the moment. So you can't stay in the moment no matter what you do, what you think, what you pray to, or how you pray about it. 
And when Eckhart Tolle talks about that, he lives in a delusion for one reason. And I'll tell you this. And he admits it. I don't have to prove it. I'd love to face him on it. And Miss Oprah uh, as well, who I've been trying to get in touch with. I'd do anything in this world to talk to her for 10 minutes, 5 minutes, half hour, whatever. She could change the world. If she was aware, but she's not. And and Eki totally convinced her that she's calmless. She's enlightened. Really. She has no ego. Really. So, and she sleeps on his book, and that's like really important. So, uh, he doesn't understand one word, one three-letter word. God. The second word he does not have a clue to about is a four-letter word. Not a bad word. Well, some people might think it's bad. Death. No clue. He doesn't understand it at all or anything about it. So how can he talk about living in the moment for fear that you might go to the future and die? So I just wrote him a letter saying, I hope all your followers live forever and they don't have to die. Because you're not going to prepare them for that. They're not living in the moment because they're going to get older no matter what they do, what they take, what they drink, what they eat. They're getting older. So they're not in the moment that they wanted to be in. They're going into a future moment. Because 10 years from now, their body's getting older. 50 years from now, their body's a lot older. 100 years from now, their body's a lot older. No matter what moment they think they're staying in, they're moving into the next one. So the delusional ideas they're feeding people is disgusting. I wish I could go out mainstream and stand before these ignorant fools. I know in New York City, you stand on a box and talk. You'll have 100 people standing in front of you in a couple seconds. I watch people do it. But if you have something to say, it could even be more important. Most people are fighting this and fighting that. Fighting is not the answer. War is not the answer. Killing is not the answer. Pollution is not the answer. Do we want the truth? Of course not. That means we can't do nothing. Well, you can live life and be happy. Love can be incredible if we respected each other within that. And how many people can do that? Oh, I love my wife. I respect her totally. Until next year when you cheat on her. Uh, until next year you kill her. I mean, whatever the story is. How long? How long does that go on? Well, we lasted a moment. That's probably as long as it lasted. Because in the next moment, you're thinking about something, something else. If you think medicine's helping mankind, it's destroying it. I, I know you listen to all those sites that send you this hour video to watch about how medicine's killing us. But it is. But the most dangerous one is the one that everybody takes all the time. And that's synthetic sugar. I know Coca-Cola did a commercial. They said they want to put out Coca-Cola with real sugar in it. And that commercial disappeared. And I'm still waiting for it to come out. Natural sugar will not kill you. Synthetic sugar will. Period. It'll make you gain weight. Period. No matter what anybody says. No matter what anybody tells you. Synthetic sugar is like putting arsenic in your blood. Or any other toxic chemical. That shouldn't be in there. It doesn't know how to react with it. 
strapping on a drug patch, and you'll you'll be doing things you didn't ever know you could do or want to do. So the idea we're getting help from or science or the medical world. Sure, they created a cure for hepatitis C. Who do you think created hepatitis C? Go back to ancient times. What diseases did they have? Bubonic plague. And it's still in existence. Leprosy. Still in existence. How's that? We even have the cure for it, supposedly. And they can't cure it because it's too expensive to fly it in where the people have it. Which is another sick, pathetic thing of people saying they're spiritual. What boat do you want to get on and ride on and where do you want to go? To Hawaii? I'll tell you the stories of Hawaii. You might not want to come here if I told you everything. Spraying the world with chemicals, is that right? Do you think it's right? Do you care? No, it's not real. Anything you don't like, it's not real. Nuclear power plants are real. Did Fukushima happen? Yes, it did. Is it destroying the world? Yes, it is. Chemtrails are, are over your head all the time. Well, uh, I don't know. They're doing it for a reason. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Do you have a clue or you want to know what the reason could be or it is? Radiation spreading over us rapidly? Do you care? Super magnetic waves of energy in every square inch of the air around your head. If you don't think it affects your brain, think again. They're emitting little by little. The cell phone in your brain all the time affects it. But imagine they're going to increase the energy going through the planet, which Tesla did. It's all his fault. Seriously. Uh, To a higher vibration, higher level. You can fry more parts of your brain. Oh, well, now that's... Medical people say, well, this medicine will cure you of that. Believe what you want. Believe anything about the body because the body is only of the physical world anyway. The truth is, will it affect your soul? Only if you let it. If you become attached to all the ridiculous, sick, perverted, twisted ideas of this planet, you're never going to move forward. You can't. If you're willing to let go of all the things you think and were told that is the reason why you're here, you have a chance. Let go of all the reasons and beliefs and ideas about God. Go. If you think God's going to meet you when you die, you've got a lot of ego. Billions and billions of realities and billions and billions of people. And he's going to go meet each one of them and say, oh, you've been a good person. Let's put you here. Oh, you've been a good person. Do you believe that? Well, ego is pretty rampant or growing in your brain. Uh, well, you know, I'm sure you'd rather listen to Joe Schmo telling you how beautiful you are, how you can have so much money, how you can live perfectly in hell. That would only be Lucifer's voice. Who else can tell you how to live in a beautiful place when it's hell. Look at the Pope telling these people that murder is a rapist and everything else that they're forgiven. Really? Interesting. That God doesn't care then. Why did he create hell? So soul will grow 
And the only way soul can grow is by leaving hell, not staying in it. I mentioned that before. Do you want to live in dreamland? And tell yourself Earth is okay, it can repair itself no matter what we do to it? Are you delusional? You know your body could heal itself, could used to be able to heal itself of almost anything that was put in there. If it wasn't overloaded with multiple things that it shouldn't have been overloaded with. In the beginning, uh, people didn't have all these viruses and sicknesses and poisons and everything going in their body. For a number, I'll use one million. You have one million lymphocytes running around in your body. Anything wrong in your body, they would chop it up, kill it, and push it out through your bloodstream. And that's what your white and red blood cells do. So, uh, when you have an army of one million, you're pretty strong. But when you attack ten million beings, uh, you've got a problem. Who's the superpower then? If we had to fight China right now, physically, who do you think would win? China or the United States? China would. But luckily, and not because of the UFO idiots, and I'm saying idiots are the ones that tell us lies about disclosure, the government has secrets for a reason. Not because they don't want us to get upset. Because they are protecting the world. Russia and the United States is protecting the world right now. Whether you believe it or not, I don't care. I'm just telling you the truth. There were wars already in space. There were wars underground. So, in that, where do you think we're going to go? They should come out and be nice what we got and what we have. And, and let them try to steal it, rob it, and get possession of it, and all those kind of things. Sure, there's all those kind of things going on. We want to know what they got. They want to know what we got. But our bases are so far down, nobody can get down them. You know, one base, even the base here in Hawaii is multiple levels down on the ground. It's six, but the ones in the United States are like eight levels. The one under Denver Airport is at least eight level. I think what it I'm not going to say 16. I'm bad with numbers, sorry. But it goes down incredible multiple levels. Every level needs a different colored sticker on it, a little uh, name tag. And then there's the level where the aliens are. So, you know, we got incredible things going on. People aren't ready for anything beyond, well, I got to go to work today. I got to have lunch. I got to pay my rent tonight. I mean, yeah, what else do we have to look forward to? What do you think heaven would be if, you, if you're happy here? Well, we all get along. Doing what? Get along means doing what together? We cook this super giant billion, billion ton turkey and then we all eat it. Uh, you don't need, have to eat. You don't have to do a lot of things. But uh, our programmed ideas of living in the moment is delusional. Lucifer cares about anything that will keep us here. Not about anything that will help soul leave. If you were king of a city, would you be happy if your, 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 your city 
moved to another country or another place or all got on a ship and left you, you would have no city. Lucifer's happy with what it has and God allows it. It's simple. Lucifer's a high angel. Lucifer with Michael and Gabriel, they all came down together. But Lucifer was given a different mission than anyone else. The same as when Jesus was being crucified, right before he was, Judas had to turn him in. He didn't want to. But Jesus told him he had to. I was there. It was real. It really happened. And he did what Jesus told him to do. None of the other disciples would do it. You know, when I say you follow a master, if you believe your teacher is a master, means you need to obey him. Or there's no reason to follow him. As Jesus said, give your life for God, you'll have eternal life. Give your life to what you believe is right, you will have eternal life. Unless it's not of God. Killing people because you're in another country? Uh, that's not a reason. But it's enough for most people on this planet to kill somebody else. So, you know, I, I, I get into what I'm saying. I know my partner doesn't agree with what I said. Uh, we can never, ever be anything like God. You know, one speck of it, it's like saying, you're one drop of my blood. Does that mean you have the awareness of my brain? And again, does you have the awareness of my soul? I'm talking about in the physical level with Jesus. So to say you're aware and you're one with God, uh, nobody knows what God wants. It's not in the Bible, in the religion. God doesn't want you to sit there and pray to a statue. That's why the Ten Commandments were written. God's not... I mean, a jealous God like Jehovah was, who Moses' God was. Might have told Moses. I don't know what he told Moses directly. Like, you need to sit down and pray to me every day and then do this and do that and all that. But the Ten Commandments aren't that bad. They're pretty decent. As a world race, if we followed the Ten Commandments, the world would be incredible. We'd be so far advanced right now and those horrible words would be taken out of our vocabulary, like rape and abuse, child abuse, child sales, and all those kind of things would disappear. Is that so bad? Yes, new age people want to be free to do whatever they want. Rape somebody, kill somebody. What, what do you need to be free about? Shooting somebody? Want to carry a gun to shoot who? We create sick, perverted ideas... Now, in the cowboy days, anybody was allowed to shoot anybody. Everybody carried a gun. I mean, it was pathetic. Sure, the native people suffered the most because of that. But when they started shooting back at us, because they stole the guns after they killed the people that were killing them. You know, people like small parts of truth. And the ones that they don't like, they erase. Or they change it and make it fit better. I don't want to go into Native history. I don't want to go into a lot of history right now. My time's up, so I can't. 
But please, I hope you got something out of today. Uh, thank you for Sergeant 18 coming on my show. Uh, thank you for Namgal for coming on, my partner. Uh, you know, I love her more than anything. She's incredible, aware being. But at a different level than I'm at. Whether we're going to go to the same place when we leave this world and everything else. Uh, Buddhist lamas make a vow to come back to this planet until the last soul leaves. Uh, I would never do that. Because you will never leave this planet until the planet's destroyed. Uh, but again, we all have our beliefs. Whether we want to change them or grow without, grow out of them, or grow into a new one, or understand a new one, or change it, is up to us. As an individual, not a God-aware state, we're all one. If we were all one and realized we were God, we would be different in our actions. Who on this planet lives in God awareness and knows what God wants and thinks and feels? How many? Or even consider what he's thinking or what it's thinking right now. What it thinks about you. And what do you think it would have to think about you? Well, I don't know what I'm going to talk about uh, Wednesday, probably be God or something close to it. But thank you for tuning in today. I know it was kind of weird. I, I always get interruptions. I'm sorry about that. But uh, till next time, and hopefully you took a step in your path in the right direction. There's no turning back when you, you step on the When you grab the plow and stop moving, there's no turning back. Well, there's always the cowardly way and say, yep, I'm not going any further. But once you know every step gets you close to where you want to be, why wouldn't you want to take it? And that's one step out of hell, not what, not one step into it. So love and light, everybody. You heard it here first. Please, anybody you know that's a spiritual person or thinks they are or thinks they have the power to do all this, tell them to put their uh, truth out there and let's see how real it is. All right, till next time, Tommy Hooksled here. Peace, compassion. Uh, and the word prayers out to TJ. I didn't hear from her in weeks, so I don't know how she is. Peace, everybody. Everybody's looking for something